Hello and welcome back to the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stishon, and once again I'm bringing you one of the scariest, creepiest, and most skin-crawling tales of terror the golden age of radio had to offer. This week's story is about two men seeking shelter from a violent storm in a creepy old mansion, and when they enter, they find that the violent storm is the least of their worries. Today, the cast of Doug Shapiro, Lacey Joe Sloat, and myself reincarnate The Vampire's Desire from the Hermit's Cave, whose original air date is unknown. So turn off the lights, gather round, and remember, these tales scared your grandpappy first, and enjoy the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. your lights. Turn them out. Yes. Have you heard the story, The Vampire's Desire? No? Well, then listen while the hermit tells you the story. Forbidding-looking place, Mr. Winton. It is at that. We can't go any farther in this downpour. We shall most likely have to stay in this doorway, then. The house looks unattended. Does it that? However, there may be someone in. There's no one living in this tomb of a place, Mr. Winton. I think you're right, John. Wonder where we are. I haven't the slightest idea where we are, since at the beginning of the storm we lost our way. Hmm. I think you're right about the place being untenanted. Try the door. Maybe we can break in. Anything to get out of this storm. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, look, it's opening. Well? Good evening. We've lost our way. Been caught in this storm. We're drenched to the skin. More fools for you being out on a night like this. May we come in and get dried out? You're not welcome. Well, surely you're not going to turn us away on a night like this. I don't care what kind of night this is. You're not welcome. Well, all right. May we come in whether we're welcome or not? No. Good night. Kindly soul. When the old woman tried to slam the door, I stuck my foot in the way, and she hasn't tried to close it anymore. Well, good. Let's take a chance on going in, then, whether we're welcome or not. Right, sir. Now, which way, Mr. Winton? Uh, who can tell in this pitch darkness? Listen. The old woman? Yes. Mr. Winton, we're in the house of a madwoman. It isn't a very pleasant sound, is it? Mm-mm. 
Doesn't seem to be light in the whole place. What shall we do? We'll go to the right. Feel along the wall for a light switch or a door. All right. Come along, then. Follow me. Ah, here's a door. Come along, John. Stay close by me. Yes, sir. Oh, good lord, sir. Is she going to keep that up all night? Well, if she is, I wish she'd tell what the joke is so we can laugh with her. Find the light switch? Um, no. There doesn't seem to be one. All right, then. We'll continue in the dark. You go to the left, I'll go to the right. Maybe we can find something to sit on. Yes, sir. What's... Hey, I think I found something. Well, what is it? Well, it, it might be a bookcase built into the wall. All right. There may be at least something in it we can sit on. Even books will be better than the cold floor. Yes, sir. Although I can't feel anything yet. Keep talking, John, so I can find my way over to you. Yes, sir. Hey, why don't you strike a match? Fine chance either of us have of doing that. They'll be soaking wet. Where are you? Right here, sir. You're almost to me. Ah. Now, where's the bookcase? Right here. Here, here. Let me have your hand. Ah, yes. Now, let's feel all through it. There may be something of use in it. You never can tell. What was that? It sounds like someone at the door. Quiet now. Let's listen. Huh. We must have been imagining things. I've been imagining things ever since we first heard that old woman laugh like that. It fairly makes my hair stand on end. There it is again. A rustling near the door. Who is that? Who's there? Stay away from that bookcase. Stay away. Well, who is it? Who are you? Stay away from that bookcase. We wouldn't be near the blessed bookcase if you'd be gracious enough to conduct us to a room with some furniture in it so that we might rest and get dry. Stay away from that bookcase. Well, this is a fine how-do-you-do, isn't it? Oh, I've had just about enough, sir. I'd sooner we were on our way. No nonsense. However, we'll leave the bookcase alone if that's what we're asked to do. <laughs> oh, there she is again. Yes, that's enough. That's enough. What are you going to do, sir? If this is some fool game they're playing with us, I'm going to find out about it and put a stop to it. There's a man and a woman living in this house. There must be some furniture in at least one of the rooms. And some heat, sir. I'm chilled to the bone. Yes, some heat. If there isn't, then there's something going on here that we should investigate and put a stop to. Come along, John. All right, sir, if you say so. Where to first? We'll start right where we are. Search the whole house, from this floor up to the roof if necessary. Look, Mr. Winton, look! There's the old man who was talking to us in the room downstairs, telling us to keep away from the bookcase. I think you're right. Carrying a shaded lantern. Yes, sir. John, we'll follow him. Yes. He'll lead us somewhere. We can't wander in this house all night in the dark. At any rate, he has a light. I don't think he's noticed us. We'll have to get close to him before he turns that corner down at the end of the hall. Yes. He's almost at the corner. There, he turned. Hurry. He might duck into some room close by and we'll lose him. Easy now, while I peek around the corner. You see him, sir? 
Yes, going into the first room on the left. <coughs> Quiet! The air is stale and musty in here. Never mind about that just now. Makes me gasp for breath. <coughs> Here's the room he went into. Quiet now, while I have a look. Is he in there, sir? Strange. I'm sure he went in there. He might be hiding behind the door waiting to pounce on us. <coughs> Old man like that couldn't do much pouncing. He might be armed. <coughs> we'll take that chance. The <coughs> air is stale and musty here, isn't it? I can hardly <coughs> catch my breath. Yes, the foul-scented air is coming from that room the old man went into. Well, if he can stand it, we can. <coughs> All right, sir, just be careful. <coughs> He's not in here. If he is, he's turned out the lantern. Hello? Hello? There's no one in here. The door, John. The door just slammed shut. There's no door in here. I ran into a blank wall. This is where the door was. Right here, yes. We're trapped. There's some devilment underfoot in this house, and we're right in the middle of it. <laughs> and in a room with no way out. <laughs> And no air. No air. Now don't start whimpering. We're in it, and we'll have to see what we can do to get out. But what could they want of us, sir? How should I know? What shall we do? Just, just sit and wait? No. We'll start looking for a way out of this room right now. If we only had a light. <coughs> Maybe we can find some other way out of this room. We can try. You go to your right. I'll go to the left. We'll follow the wall around till we meet. All right. Tap the wall as you go along. Listen for hollow spots. Oof. Now what? I stumbled over something on the floor, sir. Well, what is it? I don't know. I, I, I shall have to feel it. Oh. What is it, John? A body, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. It's the body of a man. Where is it? Don't touch it. Why not? I did, and a part of it crumbled to bits. Good heaven. Yes, sir. It crumbled under my very touch. Where, where is it? Right at my feet. I'm afraid to move another step. We'll see what this is. <gasps> You're right. I just touched it, and part of the clothing crumbled away. And, John, I, I felt bones. Oh, sir. That's what's going to happen to us. If we don't get out of this place, I just know it is. This fellow must have been dead for years. The clothing just crumbled away in my fingers. Yes. John, we must get out of this place as quickly as possible. We're in great danger, I am sure of it. In danger of our lives. We've got to find a way out of this room before we suffocate. Why don't we try to find the place where the door was, sir? Yes. Back to the door, John. We haven't time to look for any other exit. We'll have to find out how to open the door we came in. It's over <laughs> this way, sir. Right along the wall. Oh, there's that hideous cackle of the old woman again. Never mind about that cackle. We've only a few minutes to find a way out of here. When that door closed, it hermetically sealed this room. If we don't get out, we'll suffocate. What shall I do, sir? Feel along the floor while I search along the walls here. Feel for any loose boards or any part of the floor that might move. Yes, sir. <coughs> Have you found anything yet? No, sir. Keep working. For heaven's sake, keep working. I... 
I can't do it anymore, sir. I'm through. Keep searching, John. Keep searching. There must be a secret spring somewhere in here that'll open this door. Did you find anything yet, John? John, answer me! John! He's done for. Don't let go, man. Hang on. We're not done for yet. Mr. Winton and his man, John, trapped in a house of mystery, suffocating in a hermetically sealed room. <laughs> yes, 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 John has lapsed into unconsciousness, but just as Winton is about to drop off, something happens. Listen. John! John! We've made it! I found the hidden spring just in time! I'll get you out of here! 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 You'll be all right in no time. Oh, it's you, sir. Yes. Now come on. Pull yourself together. Where are we? I don't know. But at least we're out of that death trap. How did we do it, sir? Just before I went under, I... I happened on that hidden spring that works the door. What about the old man with the lantern? And the cackling old woman and, and the crumbling body of the man? We're going to see about those things immediately. I'm going to get to the bottom of this thing. Come on. And... and get suffocated all over again. I don't think we will. Besides... I know where the release for the door is now. Come along. Careful. Take an extra long step when you enter the room. I think we tripped some kind of mechanism when we first entered. Yes, sir. Old man with the lantern went into this room and disappeared. But where can he have gone to? If he stayed in the room, he must have suffocated. He didn't stay in the room. I'm positive of that. Keep your ears open. Listen for any hollow sounds. Ooh, there's one, sir. Yes, I heard it. You'll do as I tell you. Listen. I won't. I won't. Don't you hear someone talking? No, sir. Put your ear to the wall. Listen. I can't do it anymore, I tell you. I can't. You'll do as I tell you, or you... Do you hear it now? Yes, sir. Two people talking. Yes. I knew that old man couldn't have vanished into thin air. There's another door hidden here somewhere, and we're going to find it. Feel for anything movable around the wainscoting. I'll work up the sides here. Can you hear what they're saying? No. They're too far away to catch any of the words. However, from his tone, I'd say he was threatening her. Ha! You found it, sir. Yes. This little bug on the decoration here. Look, sir. A flight of stairs. Yes. And leading down. Come on. Oh, haven't we had enough for one night, sir? Without sticking our noses in any further? We've gone this far and had an attempt made on our lives. We're going to clear up this business before we leave. No telling what might be down there, sir. That's what I'm going to find out. Well, coming with me or shall I go alone? No, no, sir. I'm coming. 
Ah, you can hear them talking a little more clearly now. You'll do as I tell you. Do you understand that? Close enough to make out their conversation? Now there are two more up there, with Gregory. Yes. <laughs> Man we saw with the lantern. He's talking about us, John. Yes, sir. He thinks we're dead upstairs with that body we found. If you do not continue to obey me, that's what will happen to you. No. Oh, no. Cringe. That's what I want you to do. Come on, John. We'll see what we can do about this. And when I'm gone, you think all the money will be yours? There's a turn in the passage just ahead. I can see a light shining. Quietly now, we'll be able to see into the room in a moment or so. Tomorrow, you will bring me another young animal to feed upon. Yes, Brother Garnett. It's her brother that's talking. Yes. Easy now, while I look around at the corner. What in heaven's name? What do you see, sir? Come here. Great heavens! A coffin! Yes, a coffin. With a huge lighted candle at each corner. And look in the coffin. A man. The one we heard talking. When you get back to your cottage each morning, you wonder where you've been the night before. Don't you, huh? <laughs> but his lips don't move. No, but that's where the voice is coming from. You don't know that I have you under my power. What shall we do, sir? We'll dash in there and let matters take their course. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Come on, then. Rydia, the candles, quick! Out with them! Stop! Stop! John, quickly! That cover over there! Slam it on the coffin! The lady! Look at her! Look at the change that's coming over her! Oh! Oh! W where am I? A uh, coffin? You two, where am I? You should know better than us. But, but I, I don't know. Are you sure? Oh, yes. Yes, oh, please, believe me. I, I begin to understand now. I think I do, too. It's been this all the time. Well, I thought it was just a terrible nightmare. Would you like to make yourself clear? The coffin. Tell me, who's in it? Who is in the coffin? You mean to say that you don't know? Oh, uh, no. I swear I don't. Well, you called him brother just a few moments ago. Brother? Your own brother, Garnett is in that coffin. No. No. How can that be? We buried my brother Garnett over eight years ago. Oh, I see. Yes. And you are? I'm Lydia Crampton. Miss Crampton, I would advise you to start at the beginning so that we might unravel this maze. Oh, I... I'll try, but not here, please. Yes, here. If my deductions are correct, it would be better for everyone concerned to get to the truth, right here and now. All right. There's very little I can tell you that I know definitely. Brother Garnett died about eight years ago. I, I hate to say it, but he was horrible. He was a devil. As soon as father died, he came into the money, and he started making my life miserable. Why? I never could find out why. Then Garnett died and was buried, and with him was buried the secret of my father's will. I know that estate was supposed to pass to me after Garnett's death, but I can't find any sign of the will. Well, what have you done? I have a small income from my mother. I've been living in a little cottage not far from here. And now comes the part that's like a terrible dream. But I'm beginning to see it now. 
I'm positive that I'm right when I say that Garnett somehow was able to exercise his will upon me, after death. What makes you say that? What I've been thinking were horrible nightmares, now I see were actual occurrences. He made me come here every night to wait upon him. He told me that Gregory, his butler, had placed him here in this coffin, and had buried a dummy in his place. Then he killed Gregory. The body in the room upstairs? Yes. When he had me under his spell, I used to pass through that room and laugh at the remains of Gregory, call him lazy for always sleeping on the floor, to think I would do a thing like that. Go ahead, Miss Crampton. He made me bring him a young animal. What was that for? He fed upon them. Ah, I thought so. He feeds upon the blood of animals? Yes. He sucked the blood from them, and when he had fed, he had the strength to get out of his coffin for a while. This is horrible. Stop her. No. Quiet, John. Then that's how we saw him in the hall upstairs. Go ahead, Miss Crampton. That is about all. He used to taunt me by the hour, telling me I'd never come into my inheritance. I see. When we slammed the lid on the coffin, we broke his spell over you. Yes, you must have. Tell me, Miss Crampton, where in this room are we in connection with the rest of the house? I don't know. It must be on the ground floor, I suppose. That's what I was thinking. I have an idea. What is it, sir? Ah, hear that? Another hollow spot. Exactly. Now watch this point right here. Yes, sir. We'll press it and... It's opening! Why, why, it's the bookcase from the front room. Look at this in the back of the bookcase. A small secret compartment. Keep away from the bookcase. <gasps> the dead body is talking? Talking even with the coffin lid on. All right, John. We're ready to put a stop to his talking. Here, Miss Crampton, a package from the compartment in the back of the bookcase. I think you'll find it's your father's will. Father's will? Yes. Now, John, take those candles out of the candlesticks. Yes, sir. Hand the candles to Miss Crampton. Now, hand me one candlestick and use the other as a hammer. But what are we going to do, sir? We're going to put an end to Garnett Crampton. How, sir? What are we going to do with the candlesticks? I'll show you. I'll use the ornamental pointed end of this candlestick as a spear. You use your candlestick as a hammer. We'll drive this one through the heart of that monster in the coffin. No, no! But that would be murder! It will not. He only lives during the night. Go on, strike! Stop it. Stop it, I say! We'll release his soul so that it'll never trouble anyone on Earth again! Please! Stop. Faster, John. I'm working as fast as I can, sir. When Miss Crampton told me of its feeding on young animals. Sucking the blood. Yes. I knew then that we had a vampire to deal with. Oh, what are you doing? For heaven's sake, what are you doing? We're ridding the face of the earth of a vampire. It's done. We've driven the point of this candlestick through the coffin and through the heart of Garnet Crampton, who's long been dead, but whose soul has been held in bondage by the result of his evil practices in life.
caustic used as a spear, Winton and his man John put an end to the vampire's desire. Yes, released his soul so it could never again return to Earth. You may turn on your lights. Turn them on! <laughs> oh, but I'll be back. Pleasant dreams. <laughs> And that concludes our reincarnation of the Vampire's Desire from the Hermit's Cave and another episode of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast. I'd like to thank my cast for helping me bring the script back to life. And new episodes of the Reincarnated Radio Podcast can be found every Thursday on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you never miss an announcement. And leave us a review while you're at it. Tell us what you think. Hopefully we raised a hair or two. But for now, that's it for me, Dave Stishin, and the rest of us at the Reincarnated Radio Podcast, where we scared your grandpappy first. (laughs) 